Alright, so we got another another week out here under our belt, huh Tavis? Yeah, in the wacky world of energy. <laughs> so what do you got? What are some headlines that we we should talk about? Well, this week I thought it might be a good idea to expand on it a little bit, but last week we got into the weeds with the conflict between Saudi Arabia, Iran, specifically through the Houthi rebels. And now we've got some new news you actually brought to the table and how that uh, conflict is changing. Ah, yeah, no, that's very interesting. So over the weekend, um, there were more attacks, right? There was footage of an oil facility on fire in Saudi and Again, same story, Houthi back, you know, Iran backed Houthi rebels, you know, attacking Saudi oil facilities. But then they came out, you know, and I guess, I, I'm not going to say this is a bad thing, but, uh, you know, citing a Barron's article from today, March 29th right now, and uh, some of our listeners might have already seen a headline around this or something, but essentially Iran this week offered its support uh, for a ceasefire plan uh, to basically Iran's telling Saudi, hey, you know what? Let's Maybe let's do a ceasefire and talk about not, you know, having our those Houthi rebels continue to, to aggravate your facilities, right? Mm. It's no big secret Iran and the United States aren't exactly friendly. <laughs> and it's no big secret that a lot of people in the Middle East and Iran is a particularly good example of this uh wasn't a big fan of, of saudi and the fact that saudi was seemed to be you know was supporting the west right supporting the west through you know pricing oil in dollars u.s dollars and stuff like this for the last you know 50 years almost now so now all of a sudden we have all this geopolitical turmoil going on and uh and, you know, I'm not going to say that uh, that's a bad thing. There's no bad thing when somebody says, hey, let's stop shooting at each other. That's fine. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, is it maybe there's a more likelihood of peace between Iran and Saudi because Iran sees that Saudi isn't that big a fan of the United States right now? I mean, it's, it's, it's worth posturing. And it's a question to ask. You know, and if that's the case, then, you know, they're seeing Saudi Arabia is talking to China about selling oil straight to them. You know, we're having Moscow broker the Iranian deal right now. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, and now all of a sudden it's like, hey, you know what? We're, Saudi, we're tired. You know what? Well, let's offer something where we're going to stop shooting at you guys' stuff or our Houthi rebels will stop doing it. We can broker a peace. Um, yeah, well, I mean, great peace uh, peace is a good thing uh, it's uh, it's also possible that the peace is just more of a Middle Eastern Asia centric Russia centric axis type of we're all gonna work cohesively mm -hmm. more and more and fight internally less and less uh, and you know Again, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but to put it in the context of everything else going on in the world right now, it, it is something that it's like, well, good, but what are the underlying implications? And we don't want to go on here. And, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in the minds of these diplomats or these generals or these presidents or heads of state. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Right, because there's lots of things to consider, but 
there's a non-zero chance that it could be a sort of the enemy of my enemy is my friend situation. Yeah, yeah, we could be, you know. So it's something that I'm, you know, I think is worth monitoring if you're in this industry and, and trying to stay aware of what's going on, you know, geopolitically, macro and all that stuff. It's just these little nuanced things, um, you know. So, I mean, it's it's worth it's worth having, you know, ask a question or two about it. It's not going to hurt nothing. Um, what What else do we have? Well, also, it seems, uh, according to some sources, that Russian oil companies are stopped up. And by that, I mean local production uh, is being halted because companies are saying, hey, our storage is full. We're turning off the pipelines. We've got nowhere to put this because there's a lot of countries who have been self-sanctioning and buying oil from elsewhere. So they're going to shut off their production? Is that what the article uh, It doesn't explicitly state that. Again, this is from oilprice.com, but it looks like Moscow is struggling to find people to purchase its oil from for many reasons. Like I said, there's the sanctions, shutting down banks, failing to award contracts and cargoes. I mean, it, it's a whole mess, but I think they will make storage wherever they can. <laughs> if they can find it, I, I doubt they'll stop producing. And I'm sure, like we talked about recently, they have customers. It's just probably going on behind the scenes. Yeah. No, I mean, it's... Uh... It's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. You know, we have, um, seems to be just a whole big shift is kind of starting to, uh, geopolitical shifting is happening. What kind of shift are we looking at? Shift of power? Yeah, you know, I think, I think it just goes more and more that, I mean, I think the biggest macroeconomic news is this desire for a part of the world to not be forced to use the U.S. dollar system, mm -hmm. right? Now, I'm just not going to say that won't be a primary one for a long, long time. But to be, hey, you know, you can't get oil, you can't transport oil, you can't sell oil, you can't do any of that. You can't, you can't trade energy. Energy powers the modern economy, yeah? Mm-hmm. So if you can't trade energy unless you go through the U.S. dollar, oh, and if the U.S. doesn't like you, you can't trade like you know so i think people are like people well okay there are countries on this planet that don't want to have to be forced to do that mm -hmm. right and so if a, a state like saudi arabia a nation state like saudi arabia says you know what we would be willing to price our oil in something other than dollars at least on a case-by-case -case basis and with certain players like china mm -hmm. Just the possibility of that being openly acknowledged, um, that's a big implications for the strength of our currency mm -hmm. and um, big implications of potential of inflation, the price of energy continuing to go up. Uh, fortunately, our problems will not be nearly as bad as what the Europeans and some countries may face if things get weird. But in either case, what we are seeing is we are seeing... We are seeing statements being made publicly, things being done, like physically, like missiles flying around, that, you know, why take that level of risk, mm -hmm. condemnation on the world stage? Yeah, because it doesn't have to come from a place of malice, but really just they don't want to have to play by the U.S.'s rules, which can get to be a bit stuffy at times, a bit restricting. Yeah, so it's uh, 
it's unfortunate that a lot of things are happening. It's unfortunate there's a war at all. It's unfortunate that innocent people are caught in the, in the crossfire. But the crossfire appears to be um, set up by governments that aren't maybe economically aligned with their ideals, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to use your dollar because I don't believe the things you believe. Well, stuff like that. So it, it is it is a lot to consider. You know, we uh, we have oil bouncing around a lot right now. It's pretty volatile. Um, there's things to believe that it'll go up. There's things, oh, those COVID shutdowns again are happening in China. You know, what is it, Shanghai? They locked down. Yeah, yeah. That's the new news. So we'll see what happens. Um but in either case, what we can what we can glean out of this is that there is some tension around the the monetary system that is used to trade energy. That's pretty obvious, and there is a lot of disruption in all types of supply chains, and it's in some cases meeting a boiling point. And uh, you know, oil wells aren't water faucets. Right. Oil fields don't just turn on and off with like a light switch. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if all hostilities stopped right now, it would take months to get some things flowing again smoothly. I mean, there is no, okay, everything, we're all fine now, so everything's done. You know, and we still see inventories dropping on mm-hmm. trend. So, you know... Just more to take in, so I guess the big thing for this week is, hey, look, you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of conversations between countries that are happening. There's a lot of uh, discourse out there about, you know, what should be done to evolve the system of energy trading, if you will, and so it'll all be worth the watch. Yeah, but fortunately, this wacky world of energy isn't all terrible. It's making us look at some other questions, but rather than get too long this week, we'll probably close it out on this episode, bring you some fresh new content next week. So thanks for joining us. Always go to rarepetro.com. We've got plenty of content there. If we feel like you've just scratched the surface on a topic, you can probably search it, and I guarantee you we've got something covering it. So thanks again for joining us, and until we see you next time, take care, everybody. Thanks, Dad.